Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people, spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. What's going on, Lawn Care Pros? So today I'm here with Bobby, a local lawn care operator, and he's in the northeast Tarrant County, which is in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area uh, of Texas, and uh, we're experiencing you know, tremendous heat, uh, excessive heat through, I think it's like 43, 47 days or something like that of excessive heat of 100 degrees and more. And we haven't had any rain, or if we had, it'd been, it's been like, you know, one or two days here and there. Uh, and I want to get with him and talk to him about uh, how his operation's going, what challenges he's experiencing during these, uh, uh, you know, s- scorching weather, and, you know, maybe how the employees are doing, and, you know, so forth and so on. Hey, Bobby, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Frank. So tell me a little bit about, you know, you're down in the uh, Texas area, uh, DFW area, and uh, tell me a little bit about what's going on with the excessive heat. So um, this summer we've just had a tremendous heat wave come through Texas. Um, I think we've had maybe two or three days where we've had a little bit of light rain, but pretty much it's been, you know, two and a half months of just being extremely dry. Like you said, over 40 days of 100 degrees plus. Um, so being that we're in the weed control fertilization business, we've had to make a few changes and, and kind of go through some different things, um, to, uh, challenges for this year. Um, I've lived in Texas um, my whole life, and the last time I remember it being this hot was actually in 1980. So it's been uh, unseasonably hot and just a really difficult, challenging year for us. Wow, that's, that, that's really hot weather, and, and I know, and I'm in the same area, so... I know what you're experiencing. I think a couple of days we hit like what 104, 106, or something crazy like that, right? After about 102, it, it all feels the same. It doesn't matter really. Yeah, I know the people that are in the air conditioner business. Uh, they're they're running around, you know, with their heads chopped off because uh, I don't know about you, but I've experienced some air conditioning problems uh, in my business. Right. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that those guys are out busy. Um, I've had a, a few places at our office. We had some work we had to have done, and it was uh, very difficult to get a hold of people. Um, kind of tough to get them to come out. Um, they're just they're just going wall to wall, twenty four seven. It seems like so very challenging for them. Absolutely. And so back to your business. So you're in the uh, fertilization and weed control side of the business. Uh, uh, remind me again. You guys don't do any mowing, right? That's correct. We don't do any mowing. Everything we do is just going to be on the chemical side as far as we control fertilization. We do aerations and we do uh, shrub treatments as well, but that's pretty much our business in a nutshell. So with the heat and such, uh, you know, the excessive heat and obviously uh, the lack of rain, that's what really uh, puts the icing on the cake, right? Because it's one thing to have um, the excessive heat, but when you don't have any rain, then there's challenges with the lawn growing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, with without getting uh, that rain, we're experiencing a lot of drought areas. Uh, different cities are putting on drought restrictions. So a lot of our customers are saying they can't water enough um, or they can't water at all in some places. 
Um, so it has made it really challenging for us to come. Every application we do put down needs to be watered in. Um, so it, it has been challenging for some of our customers and we've had to be flexible um, and make adjustments to our programs to accommodate the, what's going on in the area and kind of the restrictions that are being placed by some of the cities. That's a good point you make, you, the, being flexible, right? So you guys have had to be flexible, pivot in some fashion uh, to accommodate the customers. Uh, tell me one way that you've been flexible uh, with some of the customers when they call in and say, hey, you know, I, uh, I really can't water. Are you, have you guys changed up your program? Tell me a little bit about where that flexibility comes in. Absolutely. Um, typically during the summertime, we're, we're putting down a, a fertilizer that's going to be a higher nitrogen to help get that lawn really green. Um, but right now with some people, they, they really can't water at all. Um, if we were to put down a high nitrogen uh, fertilizer, it would burn their lawn. So even though that's what our normal um, program says to do, um, if they're in that situation, we're coming back and putting something else that's more of a root building fertilizer that's going to help the lawn. And if they can't water for two weeks, it's still going to be okay. It's not going to burn the lawn. It's a very low a nitrogen rate. And when I get it watered in, it's going to be beneficial. So even if they're only getting to water once a week, it's not going to have a chance to for, to for them to have to worry about it burning before it gets watered in. That's interesting you say that. So have you seen, you know, maybe uh, another company, we're not going to say specifically or anything, but have you seen other lawns or maybe the homeowner themselves, they're treating the lawn themselves and, you know, they're typically going out and getting, you know, high nitrogen, maybe like a 2800 or, you know, really high nitrogen and uh, the other, you know, phosphorus and potassium, I think, right? The, the, they're not very high. Uh, have you seen lawns that you've looked at and go, oh, yeah, that's probably somebody putting down, you know, a high nitrogen uh, fertilizer? Yes, yeah, so you can. Um, from time to time, you'll see it um, where they're going through and, and they're putting down. You can see where the applicator has applied the the, the um, fertilizer and the customer hasn't watered in enough in, in a quick enough time to avoid it. I mean, you can kind of see that burn. It, it's very common. And this year, it's been a lot more noticeable because sometimes the lawns will just have a little bit of yellow to it, just barely be underwatered. And then they come through and put a really high nitrogen. Customer doesn't water for two to three, five days. And next time I drive that neighborhood, the lawn just looks like it's chemically burned. You can just tell it looks, you know, really orange and, and it's just got a whole different look to it. And, and you can instantly tell it's a chemical burn. And that's one of the things that and our business, I think, really separates us is our program. Um, we are looking at it uh, on the year. And then as we go through each round, we're making adjustments by what Mother Nature has given us. Whereas a lot of other co companies, they just have their plan is the plan is the plan. They bought all the fertilizer for this year, last year, and they're going to use it. And it is what it is. And if, if they don't water, um, shame on them when really uh, a company can you know, can pivot and do things that make it easier on the customer, especially when it's out of their control. You know, if they're told they can't water or the restrictions are they can't water at all, you know, what are they going to do? You put it down, it's just going to burn and it's going to, it's detrimental to that lawn. And I want all the lawns that we take care of when we leave at the end of the day, come back in a week or two weeks or three weeks, whenever we come back, that we've made improvement every time. I don't want to do anything that has a chance of making their lawn worse. And I can also see another challenge that maybe you guys are experiencing, correct me if I'm wrong, 
um, is uh, customer acquisition. You know, typically uh, customer acquisition, you, you would still acquire some customers throughout the year, even this late into the season. But I would imagine that that's kind of dried up as well because, uh, again, the, the pool of people that need your services are passing right now because, um, again, going back to the drought where they're, they can't water, so they're not seeing the benefits of it or uh, the, the future benefits of it, so they're not really calling right now. Is that the case uh, for your company? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's such a big difference between this year and last year on the amount of calls that are coming in for new customers. Um, we, you know, there is your springtime rush that you get the largest majority of your customers coming in acquisition-wise, but usually all throughout the year, you're gonna get some kind of coming in every single week. Um, it's been minimal. Uh, I mean, it's been a very low, low amount. And when we do go out to those customers, their lawns are usually, you know, completely gone. Like the lawn's completely dormant because it's been so long since that any water. It hasn't been mowed a lot of times. And the lawn's just not growing. And they're like, how long is it going to look like? How long is it going to take for my lawn to look like that golf course next door? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, at least, you know, we'll hope for in the spring it'll be coming back. But, uh, you know, it, it's really tough because they want that lawn to look like that right now. And I tell them there's not really anything I can do that's going to make it go from that to where you want it to be in, in a, that short of time. So it has been extremely challenging. And so um, what, are this, what are some of the things that you uh, are doing to overcome this challenge? Or is this kind of going to be kind of a wait and see or a waiting game? I know, I know the weather is supposed to get a little bit better next week, you know, and maybe things will pick up at that time. Uh, I, I really don't foresee a lot of increase this year. Uh, you know, our biggest thing right now is really we're having to uh, do our absolute best to maintain the customers we have. Because there are people that when we're contacting them and saying we're coming out tomorrow, they're like, what's the point? My, my lawn is, they think it's dead, but it's just dormant because it's not had any activity and no water. Um, and they're like, there's no point in doing anything. I really don't want to spend any more money for fertilizer. It's not going to do any good. And we have to educate them, let them know that we're not just putting fertilizer. We're taking care of weeds, which is a, a big concern as well. Um, things that we're doing are going to be uh, beneficial for the lawn. No matter what's going on, we're, we're making strides to make it better. Hey, sorry to interrupt. This is Lawn Care Frank. I wanted to touch base with you guys. Many of you have been asking about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Now I'm going to be offering that as a service for you guys in September of this year. That's one-on-one -on -one coaching. Now, if you want to be an early participant, make sure you go to lawncarefrank.com forward slash coaching. You're going to see a form there. Fill that out and that'll email us and we're going to get back to you and talk to you and see how we can get you scheduled right away. Again, lawncarefrank.com forward slash coaching. And now back to the podcast. Um, and just really, like I said, uh, it's it's just a bad year. I mean, it really is, unfortunately. Uh, I don't see, you know, the the after we get a little bit of rain here, it's just not going to be enough time in the season to really get lawns to green up to wherever I see a lot of new customers coming. It'll be, you know, hopefully it'll be much better in the spring and we'll be more prepared for it in the spring. Well, good, good. And so um, 
uh, I do see some rain for uh, the area for next week. Is that, is that kind of exciting for you guys? Oh, I forgot what it's even like. Uh, it, it's, it seemed kind of odd. We were looking over scheduling today for next week, and we were actually talking about, okay, we might get rained out this day and this day. And I was like, golly, I can't remember the last time we've had a rain out. It's been like five months. So um, it'll be much welcomed. Um, actually, I think today is going to be our last or when this is being done, I think today is supposed to be our last three-digit day of temperature for the season. So I'll, I'll be happy to say goodbye to 100 degrees and let's stay below that from here on out. Uh, that'd be much welcomed. Yeah, and so the welcome rain, that's awesome. Uh, but in the meanwhile, what are you guys doing uh, to take care of the employees when it comes to this, uh, you know, torturous weather that we're having? Um, kind of the biggest thing is we're starting a little bit earlier in the morning. So we're getting there a little earlier time to get started while it's cooler. Um, and, and just being done before, uh, too late in the afternoon. Um, typically we work, um, normally we work a little bit later in the afternoon, sometimes the four o'clock, um, even five o'clock, but with the heat between that three and five, that's when it's the absolute worst temperature. So we're trying to be done by like three o'clock every single day. Um, having our guys like in the shop, keys turned in, three o'clock, going home. Um, and, and it just seems like their, their production is, you know, they're not working as long, but they're being just as productive because they're not so exhausted throughout the day. Um, it, it's really worked out good for us with these temperatures. And we're always preaching, you know, to stay hydrated. And, and the guys have all done it for a while and know what it's like. So they're experienced at handling that heat. But, you know, anything we can do to, to kind of help make it easier to get through is, is beneficial and they appreciate it. That's great. And so I know, like you said, you're in the fertilization wheat side of the uh, lawn care business. Tell me, I, I know you talk to some of the other operators out there that are, you know, that are doing maintenance, uh, like mowing uh, and maybe irrigators, uh, irrigation companies and such. Uh, have you, if you've talked to some of those people, wh what are they saying? Um, I, yeah, I've talked to quite a few different people in the industry and the, and the different uh, categories. And, you know, the mowing companies right now are, are having to skip a lot of lawns. They're having to go to a lot of biweekly. Um, some lawns are just, you know, the ones that are really in the restrictions where they're not able to water at all, they're kind of just shutting them down. They're just telling the customer, hey, you just call me whenever you're ready to get it cut or when it looks like it needs to be cut. Um, it can be really uh, different depending on like how many weeds a lawn has. You know, if a lawn's got a lot of weeds and they're still had to get it cut pretty regular. Um, but it has put a, a big hurt on their business. And then on the flip side of it, the irrigation guys are still running busy as the AC guys. They're trying to keep up with, you know, getting in irrigations that are, you know, not working correctly, um, that are broken. Uh, there's tons of customers wanting to get installs because even if they can water, they don't want to be out there doing it at 100 degrees moving a sprinkler around the front and backyard they want to get that system put in so um, those guys are still really really busy right now yeah that's good and uh, I, I think that's uh, that's that's a positive right because uh, if 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 it takes this to get more people to maybe do some installation um, that's going to even help you guys in the future when it comes to your business right absolutely uh, you know Typically, when we have a new customer, one of the questions we ask them is if they have an irrigation system. And if they don't, uh, I always highly recommend that they get that into their 
mind of, of something they need to add. If they want to have a really great lawn that looks wonderful, they almost always need to have it. Very few of my customers that have really incredible lawns water it themselves. 99% of them that have great lawns, it's all automated. It just does it on their own. Um, it just takes a lot of work to do that if you don't have an irrigation system. So um, I always recommend it. If they don't have an irrigation system, uh, they need to get one. I, I always tell my wife, anytime we're talking about moving to a new house, I'm like, first thing I ask is, it got irrigation? Because if it doesn't have irrigation, you, you're gonna need to put it in before I even move into that place. Cause I'm not gonna, I'm not playing that game. It's just too hard. Absolutely, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a really good point. So that's, again, one of the benefits that's hopefully you'll see in your business next year. Uh, what, what do you see differently next year? Uh, I know you, you can't really, uh, look to the future, but d- have you looked at the weather or the forecasters? Or are they saying this is kind of a one-off? You know, like you said, this is, uh, once in a 20 year making, hopefully, or, uh, is, is this going to be an ongoing problem? And if it is, right, is there something that you can imagine doing? And maybe there is not that will, uh, better prepare you for next year? Um, I would say that, you know, the biggest thing for us is I don't think this is going to be the case again next year. Uh, I do think we're going to have, from what I've read and what I've heard that here in Texas, we are going to have a hard winter where it's going to be really, really cold. Um, so if that's the case, that's another challenge to work on down the road. Um, but I do think next year will be a cooler, uh, summer. It won't be quite as difficult. But, you know, I, I do know that, you know, the best thing to do to prepare for next year is just to be, uh, when the weather's great, to try to maximize as much productivity as we really can. Uh, those are days when we need to, you know, in the spring when it's 60 to 80 degrees and everything's really wonderful. Those are days that we need to work a little bit longer, get in a little bit earlier and get ahead of the game. So when we are into, you know, the, the tougher part of the year, we can spread that workout a little bit more and not have such long days. You know, that's a good, that's a good lesson to be learned, right? Because we tend to, uh, take for granted those cooler weather days and we work our normal schedule where we should try to really get ahead, right? Absolutely. Well, good. Oh, I want to, uh, ask you a real quick question. Uh, we share a friend that, uh, is in the lawn mowing business, uh, and he was telling me that uh, one of the things that he's prepared his guys for was how to handle when the lawn catches on fire. Did you hear anything about that? Or? I haven't heard it from him, and I actually uh, have that in my uh, questions to ask him the next time I see him because here in the DFW North Texas area, we've had several fires this summer that were started by mowers. Um, you know, they hit something on the lawn, causes a spark the grass is so so dead and dry that it catches on fire you know numerous homes were burned and lost so uh, I actually was going to ask him if he you know had that uh, any kind of preparedness whether he's got you know fire extinguishers in his trucks um, or if he's you know told his guys what to do and even role-playing it would be better than not doing anything at all because I could just see some people just kind of like panic and not know what to do like they forget oh yeah I've got a phone in my pocket. I should call 911 and get a fire truck out here. You know, when you're in a situation like that, that happens, if you've had zero preparation, there's no telling what you're going to do. So to at least role play, it would be a good idea to kind of prepare 
your guys for what could happen out in the field. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting that he mentioned that because I thought he saw that, uh, like you said, happening in other areas uh, or other companies and such. And he was like, oh, man, I need to prepare for this. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I've never heard of that happening before till this year, but it's uh, it's happened in you know, three or four different places where, you know, between like two and 10 homes in each area got burned down. I'm just like, wow, it's amazing. So with the rain coming next week and obviously the cooler weather ahead, uh, how do you see the rest of the season, uh, you know, turning out? Well, for us, uh, we are on track. Um, we are, we've been hitting our, our customers in a, in a timely manner. So we're, uh, on pace with our program. So we're in good shape there. We could even go um, a week to two weeks with no work if we needed to because of rain. Um, we'll always be able to work around it some, but we're a little bit ahead of the game because we've been able to stay pretty steady on keeping all the work and the way we have it uh, planned out throughout the year. I'm hoping this rain will really help, you know, kind of bring back the lawns a little bit. Um, and then, you know, kind of just, if anything, just... I mean, these lawns are got cracks in them and, you know, everything's just really needs some, needs some saturation to come back to kind of help the soil. Uh, so when we do get ready here pretty soon in the next uh, couple of months to start putting pre-emergence out and stuff like that, that the lawns will be prepared and ready for us. That's great. Well, so, hey, it was a pleasure having you here today. I just wanted to go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, again, thanks for sharing your knowledge uh, and the fertilization and weed control side of the industry and uh, we'll catch you on the next uh, episode and uh, looking forward to having you as a guest in the future. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Frank. You bet. I hope this episode was helpful to you and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Lawn Care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit LawnCareFrank.com for more helpful tips and information.